can tell you eight, we have nine. checked in 212 laptops today. I it's, know that number. Yes. <laughs> and we know the percentages of yeah. how many we should have been checking mm-hmm. in and all that stuff. Yeah. So we are knee deep, head deep in laptop collection and it's only day two. I know. <laughs> so we'll tell you all about that a little bit later. Um, we have, we actually can tell you some cool stuff because our TLC, Cat Emily, runs like the best laptop collection ever. Oh my God, yeah. Ever. If, if you're in a one-to-one campus, like somebody should be following her around and marking down everything she does. Yeah. She's so good at it. So. It makes it so easy. So, um, let's kind of back up because we missed last <laughs> week. Um, so what have you been up to? Oh gosh. Um, so we missed last week mainly because we've been living through AP testing, uh, star testing, and then uh, on a personal level, we had Mother's Day was last Sunday. Yeah, it was last Sunday. Feels so long ago. I know. It was really good. Um, so I asked for Mother's Day. I, I'm not a big, like, give me a bunch of presents person. I'm more of an experienced person. And I really like to sleep. And I like to sleep in uninterrupted without children and dogs and people waking me up. So a while ago, I would said that I was talking to a friend of mine, Rachel, and I was like, it'd be really nice to, like, just sleep without anybody interrupting us. She's like, yeah, we should, like, you know, stay at a hotel or something. It was a joke, and I mentioned it to Joe, and he's like, that's a good idea. You should do that. I was like, okay, cool. So there's this hotel called the Gaylord up in Grapevine, which isn't too far away. So my actual Mother's Day present is this weekend, so it's tomorrow. Uh, We get it one night at the Gaylord. We get to sleep in as late as we want, and then we made spa appointments uh, Saturday at 1. So that'll be nice. So that's And then we get to go to prom, which was not really the plan, but it kind of happened. So I get to go to um, prom after I've been to the spa and have really nice toes. So, um, but other, the Mother's Day itself was great. I didn't have to cook. Uh, I ended up grilling, uh, Joe ended up grilling steaks, which was really nice. And I didn't have to do dishes, which is really what was important to me. I was like, all I want is for you guys to pick up after yourselves and for me not to have to do any dishes all day. And they, they lived up to that. So they did a good job. That's, I, yeah, that's something that I want to always. Uh, I'm not a mom, but I do have tons of dogs. So I'm a dog, dog mom. mom. <laughs> so I also want the dogs to do the dishes for me, <laughs> if only. Um, so what have I been doing? Um, so I've gone to the gym like every day this week. I'm Which very proud of awesome. myself. Yeah. Um, or actually for the past like two or three weeks, but I got mm-hmm. a new gym membership and, um, I'm always nervous to go to a gym because I don't know how to like use all the equipment and I will like touch every piece of equipment and step on it and I look like an idiot because I'm like what does this do? Yeah and you always play with something you're like instead of am I doing it right and you're super self-conscious yes. about like are and you, you know using people it are right? watching you because I'm watching people now I'm like haha you're using that wrong so I like my first day I get there's two different kinds of treadmills, which I was like, okay, they just bought two different kinds. Like, we have lots of different laptops on this campus just because. And so I was like, they must just have two different kinds. So I get on the back treadmill, not realizing that that treadmill is like, if you want to just climb a mountain. Like, do you want to climb <laughs> a mountain Pike's climber feet? treadmill? Yes. And I didn't know that that was a thing, that some treadmills are made for like serious incline, which I should have known because I had these crazy handles on it that I realized were to hold on. Um, for dear you life, climb. as you climb <laughs> so all the way up the mountain. I get on this treadmill and I always like to just put it on variety because then it makes it less boring for me. And I was like, because oh, you never know what's going to happen today. next. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I'm like, variety, excellent. And my treadmill's like, cool, let's go. It puts me at a 12 incline. And I was like, I'm walking to the sky. I mean, I was like looking at the ceiling. I'm, I'm working out with my best friend, Casey. And uh, she looks over at me and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And I, but now I'm in it. So yeah. I'm just going to do I was it. Like, yeah. I'm walking to heaven. And uh, so that was my first experience. And I haven't gotten back on those treadmills yet. Because uh, I'm kind of freaked out about them. But yesterday I did do the variety. And um, it was like taking me up and down, up and down, up and down. And then I decided I was also going to try to look at my phone <laughs> while I was on the treadmill, which is a horrible idea. And I dropped it. And it hit the treadmill and just like flew to the back of the gym. And so I was like, goodbye, <laughs> cell phone. So I think they hate me. The people at the gym are like, this idiot back again. <laughs> Every time she gets on the treadmill, something happens. When I did treadmills a while ago, I it was probably two or three years ago, I fell. Like I tripped. I was kind of doing sprints. That's my biggest fear. And I hit my knee. And I was lucky. I kind of hit off and didn't hit my head. And literally, it took me a a year over a year to get back on one because I was every time I get on one I freak out and like have to step back on the sides and hold on um and so now I can walk on a treadmill mm-hmm. but I can't run on one so I never run on the treadmill and sometimes I look over at people and, and they're, they're just running like, <laughs> like these gazelles and their yeah. feet are like t- 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 just barely touching it and, and like, I'm like it I'm walking and I'm like go 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 like slamming down on it so I still have a ways to go, but I have been going to the gym every day. It's been really nice. Yesterday, I was so tired at the end that I was like, I'm going to die. And then I decided it would be smart because I was like, I'm tired. I need to drink a protein shake. I had them in the back of my car. They were super hot. I chugged it. And then I was like, (laughs) I'm full of hot protein. I mean, I'm a personal trainer's worst nightmare. (laughs) So, uh, but, you know, it's, it's going and it's made laptop collection so much easier because yeah. I'm like I'm the strongest woman alive now I'm really just talking myself up yeah because now have to, we have to lift lots of things not as much as we used to mm-hmm. we have, we're going through it so I guess we can, that transitions into laptop collection so yeah. um, we've been it's, we're doing it we've done this what our third year so mm-hmm. third year of laptop collection and we've done it a different way every year um, so it just keeps getting better changing adjusting which is nice mm-hmm. um, and so this year we don't have to lift quite as much as we had to last year because we're not storing oh the laptops gosh. in the boxes just their cases so no. because last even... year about oh, day man. three I was like I have had more sweat in my eyes <laughs> than I ever have in my entire life I cannot handle this but it's it's I mean laptop collection itself is so nice and we've we said this earlier but Kat is truly the most organized person I've ever met yeah. in my life Ever. Yeah, definitely. She thinks of things, and I'm like, that is so smart and organized. I can only imagine that her pantry is the most beautiful pantry I've but ever those seen. ones you open up in the magazines, and you're like, yes. look at all my food organized in glass She's the kind of person labels. that could have a glass fridge. Yeah. I always see glass fridge fronts, and I'm like, yeah, right. You want to see inside my fridge? I feel like Cat Emily could have a glass fridge, and it would look nice. Yeah. So, be. anyway, that's it's that makes collection our collection life really nice. We turn on some serious radio. 80s music because we've got mm-hmm. kids coming in and we found the hard way last year that there are certain radio stations you just can't listen to with teenagers. Like prom and, radio, yeah. uh, not appropriate. I was like, I don't know what prom they're going to, but Yeah, I or even 90s. 90s. We, thought, we thought 90s would be mm-hmm. safe and then certain songs come up and we're like, nope. Yeah. And definitely not 2000s. No. In our... 60s and 70s, we listen to, but the kids don't get into it as yeah. much. So they're like, eh, this is whatever. Um, I did realize that if 
you listen to, luckily I did this when there was nobody in here. So we were setting up for collection and I was like, oh, let's listen to 80s, not on XM, but on Amazon Prime. That is very uncensored, <laughs> like playing some real intense music by NWA. And so I was like, oh, we cannot play this for the kids. Even yeah. though they'd probably think we were really cool. Yeah, I we, was we like, would get some street cred for it. Yeah. But yeah, we'd also no. get in trouble. So it's that balance of being cool with the kids and having a job. So mm-hmm. we definitely went with the 80s radio on yeah. Um, XM and we've enjoyed it. it. I mean, it gets a little repetitive. Yeah. I'm we, like, God, We might have to switch years? to the, like, seven, 70s. The Beatles or, station. Yeah, We true. listened to that last year. Because last year that would had just come online, so we're like... It came online gonna... the day collection started. I remember that. I was so excited. So, I mean, really, I... When we wrote our agenda of, like, we like to sit down and write out what we're going to talk about, we were like, bleh, we're going to have to talk about laptop collection, but... I mean, I mean it's, it's, not, it's not that bad. No, and like I said, it's gotten so much more organized and mm-hmm. so much easier to run through. And now we have the process down of how to do it. And now if we could just get the kids to show up and turn in their laptops, mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest headache of all of it is we're just getting yeah. half of everybody who's assigned. And, you know, um, AP so, tests are late yeah. this this year. And so that's impacted it a lot. Um, which we, like Nicole said before, is why we weren't around last week, because we were giving AP, AP tests, tests, which is something we don't usually do, but yeah. we found ourselves in a position where we were giving the tests, um, which I feel like it's like giving the star test, except you don't, I don't feel as stressed, Yeah, but I do feel like... More stress for the kids. More stress for the kids. Yeah. So less like, oh, I'm going to lose my job, and more like, oh, the kids... Yeah, are not. I'm because afraid they're, they're not so going to do well. Stressed out about getting those fours and fives mm-hmm. and things like that. That it's it, it hurt. You hurt for them because you're like, oh man. Yes. And then you have to go. And then you know the doing the beginning where they have to bubble and do the sticker. I mean, it's a way more intense like setup test than Star is. It Star is. is like open it up, start bubbling, go. The end. Yeah, yeah I can't help you with that. That's basically mm-hmm. you know, that's the biggest thing. But with with AP, there's so many steps involved, mm-hmm. and then. We help uh, with the foreign language tests as well, and they have that oral response component. And so we have to help do the recording and audacity and things like that. And that has gotten a lot easier now because I've done it for the last five or six years. And back when I started doing it, it was right when they started letting you, not right when they started letting you take burn CDs, but you'd have to burn every, but every kid got a CD and you have to burn their stuff on the CD. And I, that was stressful and it was it's a lot so of work. crazy. So now like, it's 20, finally in 2017. They let us download MP3 files and then upload them to mm. a website. So it took that long for yeah, AP and that to get part is board. easier. And I feel like it was easier this year than last year because last year, if the kid hit stop and set a pause, then it ended oh, yeah, their file. It, it was oh, oh man. Gosh. And then the thing, nice thing with the laptops having the one to one is the language kids use Audacity a lot. So the majority of the kids have used the program, so it's mm. easier for them when they're actually in that situation to have to record. Whereas a few years ago, we actually had to have a day where we pulled them out of class and put them in a lab and train them how to use how Audacity because they had never seen it before. They would be seeing it for the first time on AP right. testing. So that part's nice. That's another, I guess, benefit of, of the laptops and the one-to-one is that they are using that software. Yeah, they're, they're getting to know it a little better. The first year that I did it, I just remember I had a girl that kept hitting stop. Just, I mean, it was like, she'd be like, hello, stop. My, my name is stop. And so I was like, all right, do not touch the computer. Just speak. Just keep talking and never touch anything. Oh, my gosh. I was in there with that kid for forever. Yeah, it's it's stressful for them. Yeah. So. But that's what we were doing last week. And then, uh, but we did do our blog posts. Mm. 
But it's funny because now this week we're podcasting and this week we have not done our blog post. No. So it's like it's one or the other until the school's out yeah. because it's just so much stuff to do. But we did do our blog post, so check the website. Um, I did mine about overdrive and how much I love overdrive and how much um, – but I'm a huge overdrive user, so I have this habit of, like, putting a lot of stuff on request and then it all just, it's the way the stars align and they always come in at the same time. And it's like, now you have to make that decision of which one is the priority book and how are you going to fit all this stuff in? So like the book I have right now is 20 hours and I have 22 minutes left of my 20 hour mm-hmm. book. And then I have another book that I need to finish and then another one I need to start because I only have like six days left. And so I think I'll get all 37 hours in. That was my goal when I wrote the blog post last week was 37 hours in 14 yeah. days. And I think... And you're going to be able to do it. Just be able to make it. So I'm hoping. I'm hopeful. Man, I love Overdrive, um, but I'm so impatient. I'm just, it's it's one of my my flaws. And so I am really bad about it. I'll like look and I'm like, do they have this book? Oh, it's on hold. I'll buy it on Audible. <laughs> and I am always just taking so much heat. That's how the whole Heather Han about thing that. happens. Yes. Heather is always like, you are a librarian you know how to use overdrive better than most of the people in this world and we're spending thirty dollars a month because you keep buying books on audible and there some of them are books i own i'll be honest about that like jenny han i was like i'm gonna buy this paper copy i'm gonna check it out online i'm gonna buy it on audible i was out of control but i just i don't know why i can't help it i have so many books that i when i get on now and look at like my purchased audible books i like Sometimes I'm like, oh, God, that's so much money. It's like when you look at songs you paid for on iTunes. Yeah, and you're like, like, ooh. Yeah, when you Mm -hmm. see it all and you try to add it up in your head. Yeah, because what I do typically is I have a few books. I have my Goodreads list, my to-read list, which is always super long, and I'll go in there and see what they have, and I'm almost always on hold. It's never something that's available right now. So I'll put a couple on hold, and then I'll go search for a book for now. And so I'll Mm -hmm. be in the middle of my for now book, um, and then all my holds will come in at once. And I'm like, nah, that's exactly what happened this yeah. time because I got had Gemina, which is the second in the Illumini series, which is fantastic. Oh, my God, so good. Um, YA sci-fi, if you haven't read it, get it. It's fantastic. And the audiobook is so good because it's like a multicast and it's fantastic. And um, But that one was available. It was in. And mm-hmm. so I started it and I was halfway through. And then it was like, all your books. Here's yeah. Morning Star. Here's this book. Here's And I was like, too many. And sometimes it's hard because your for now book is like very much a for now book. Yeah. And so I have to be like, do not abandon this book. You have to stick it out. So luckily... It was one that you were really into because yeah. sometimes I'm like, buy forever book. But I ended up just finishing reading it. Like I was doing oh, yeah, a ten- I was it. doing a ten- and then those books are really visually beautiful books. So mm-hmm. it's, it was a hard choice to go audio or, or physical. But um, I ended up was doing credit recovery. We are our, our attendance recovery this week working that and I grabbed it and as I was like staring at teenagers having to sit there for an hour because they didn't go to six period I was reading it as well so I actually finished the physical book and didn't finish the audio so now I have to go back and listen to the audio because the audio is so good so I'm not like that's true in between it is but it's really good but I think this I decided for the last book Obsidio I'm going to listen to it because I really like the audio and then when I finish it then I'll go get the physical book and look and look through it because I don't have to read the whole thing I can just look at all the all the visual stuff in this man those books are so cool there, I need to finish that series. Yeah, it's um, so good. They're so, is it done? Yes. Okay. I, well, you know, you never know. One never knows if it's done. Yeah. But it's, they said it's a trilogy. The trilogy's done. So yeah, what they're going to do right. now. But I don't know how Obsidio ends. So it, they may have ended it or they mm. may have done that vague 
Because they created a pretty awesome universe world in that book series. Yeah. But they could definitely go other places. Yeah, too. they could do a whole other series in that yeah. universe, which would be really cool. So, yeah, she wrote her blog about Overdrive. I wrote mine about Common Lit. Um, and uh, so we use Achieve 3000 in our district, um, which basically, if you've never used Achieve 3000, uh, the kids get on, you assign them an article, they have like guided reading, they have to answer questions before they can go to another part of the article, they have to respond to an assessment at the end, they can be assigned a stretch article, which gives them kind of like extended learning. Um, and it's really cool, but it's also very expensive. expensive. Very. And the districts put a lot of money into yes. that this year, it hopes, because they have we have a lot of goals for the district and the city about um, literacy and yeah. how we want to get our kids, third graders reading on grade level by 2020, 2025, one of those. And, uh, the, yeah. and the mayor of Fort Worth has by her, yeah, her, the mayor of Fort Worth has her own initiative and there's all kinds of things. So they, they, whoever they are, made the decision that this was something they wanted to invest in. And it was a lot of money. And, and you know what happens when you spend a lot of money? There's pressure. And so then you're like, you better use this two times yeah. a week. Because how many just, times have they, we the district and the and the campus bought software and been like, oh, this is the be all end all. This will save everybody's grades. And then everybody's like, meh. No, yeah. Use it. So it's it's a lot of pressure. It's fantastic, but it is a lot of pressure. Um, and smaller districts can't afford that. I mean, yeah. we I've worked in districts that we never could have gotten that. So we found this website. It's called Common Lit. It's uh, I wrote about it and linked to it in my blog from last week. So you'll have to go check it out. But it's basically just like Achieve 3000, but it's totally free. And it's made by teachers, which is my favorite thing ever. Because the comment, if you ever hear a snarky comment about anything, it's like, oh, I wonder if they've ever been a teacher. Yeah. Always. Oh, that, yeah. like, flies around the school all the time. And so it's made by teachers for teachers. And their whole slogan is like, because you shouldn't have to pay for yeah. uh, the things you're going to teach the kids, which I really like. And we live yeah. by that. And um, they, you can assign, you can... Uh, Create a class, send that class out to your kids. They can log in with a code. Um, you can assign them articles. You can watch their progress. It pulls up the most incredible. If you're into data at all, it pulls up the most beautiful data sheets. And as a former English teacher, we looked at a lot of data. Yeah. And so I learned to love really good data. I mean, it pulls up this these incredible data sheets and shows you all of this information. There's also, my favorite thing is there's this tab, this is for the parents, and it gives you this template that you can send to the parents. And it's like, this week we're learning about this and this. Here's how you can help your student at home. Have them complete this assignment. Read this extra article with them. Yeah. It's so cool. And it makes you look so It would prepared. make every helicopter parent like super excited. Yes, they're like, like sweet, oh. got it, on it. They're like, on done. it. Yeah. And I'm like, I copied and pasted that. <laughs> it just makes you look super prepared. Um, and uh, I mean, also I think it helps you to become prepared as a teacher. And it's really cool. So it's hard for me to like talk about all the cool stuff it does. You really just have to so go kind look of play at with it. it and see yeah. It, yeah. So it's uh, it's called Common Lit. Like I said, it's linked in our blog, and then we'll link it next to our podcast on our website. It's, I mean, it's just really cool. Yeah. So and especially if you're in a district where that's just not something that it's it's something that they can the district can afford, but it's something that it would definitely be effective with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we wrote about this week. We have no idea what or if we will write No, we might if we decide blog this week, maybe back and forth until we get through laptop yeah. collection. We're in survival mode. Yeah, definitely. And I think everybody is right now. It's the end of the year. 
Uh, and it's one of those ones where you're just trying to be in a good mood and trying not to be like Debbie Downer the uh-huh. whole time. And you're like, positivity, there's got to be positive yes. things because it's hard to feel it. I mean, even the best teachers, even the like really chipper teachers who are like on it all the time are definitely, you can tell it's that time of the year. Yes. Like, you know, and that kills salty me. and, you know, we're all just trying to make get by. Yeah. But we have, we did have some really great things that have been happening and have happened. Um, not last week, but the week, week before. before that first week, of, yeah, the first week in May. We had, um, we held a salsa cook-off in the library and it was so good. It went so well. Like it was one of those things where we had, um, a, we do a chili cook-off in the fall and it, it goes really well. They The teachers really like it, but it involves a lot of work. We have to have slow cookers on, and we got to plug things in and stir things, and some t- teachers have very specific instructions yes. for their chili. And I always burn myself. It never <laughs> Every fails. Year. So we kind of had the idea of doing something like that, but something easier than that. And so because of Cinco de Mayo, we were like, well, some maybe salsa. salsa. And then, I mean, lots of people have salsa recipes, and salsa is a lot easier. Now that chili is hard to put together, but I don't know. There's a difference between something that's like a meal versus like a right. appetizer or something. So we threw it out there, and we made an image in Canva, and we're like, hey, we want to do this salsa, salsa standoff is what we called mm-hmm. it because, you know, are you really cooking salsa? I don't know. So we went with salsa standoff. And put a Google Doc out there for teachers to sign up. And in the end, we had about 15 initial entries. Mm-hmm. But the actual day of the salsa cook-off, we had, what, eight oh. or nine mild salsas mm-hmm. and four spicy. Yeah. So we had more people sign up and some people flaked out and it happens. Um, but we set up tables and they look cool. On our Twitter, we took pictures and they're on there, like the decorations. And the teachers really like, we had a lot of teachers come in and, mm-hmm. and, and we created a Google Doc to vote and put yeah. it on our iPad. So it was super simple. So they went out and tasted everything. Uh, we had them put, if there was anything like weird or allergy related in their um, salsa, like one salsa had chicken bouillon in it. So if somebody was vegetarian. It was delicious. It was delicious. Uh, but if they were vegan or uh, vegetarian, then they could avoid that one. And one of them had mayo in it, uh, which ended up being the winner. Oh God, and it, it was, was so good. good. We literally almost uh, like licked that bowl. It was yeah. gone. And then we had a trophy for spicy and a trophy for the mild. The trophies are my favorite. Oh, my <laughs> we gosh. We literally just took... Two dollar store vases, hot glued an empty jar of paste salsa to the top, and spray painted them gold. It was fantastic. They are the most homemade looking things. They are fantastic. And they have what, like sticker? Mm -hmm. Stickers for first player, like mild winner and spicy winner. And you know what? They loved them. The winners Uh loved them. We took pictures. Yeah, they were really into into it. Um, it got pretty competitive. One, we have a, a teacher on campus who's pretty competitive at everything, yeah. uh, and he's the chili winner. And so he made the salsa, and it didn't win. But he was like, "Did it beat this teacher?" And we're like, "Actually, no, it didn't." But you know, <laughs> so there was some competitiveness, and mm. they really liked it. And we ate a lot of chips. Yeah. So I so wrote many chips. on our notes. I wrote pros, fun and easy. Cons: we ate too many chips. Yeah. Which we and oh. you know what I so I rolled in <laughs> I. Uh, no, <laughs> Nicole was like, okay, I have to do this and this with the kids. And I was like, I got you. I'm going to buy chips. And she was like, okay, don't go crazy. Which she always (laughs) says when I go shopping. She's like, remember, we don't have that much money. Please don't go crazy. And I'm like, 
Roger that. <laughs> and I rolled in on Friday morning with 15 bags of chips. And she was like, my God, it was, what it have looked, you done? It was so many bags. It was insane. There were small bags. It wasn't uh-huh. like 15 giant bags of chips, but it was small bags. But yeah, I was like, that, that's a lot of chips. Mm-hmm. She's like, they were a dollar. It's fine. And I was like, okay. And I was like, in the end, what we went, 15, 12 bags. 12 bags. What we went through. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I eat crow on this one. I mean, I we was wrong, ate a lot of right? those, but. That's true. <laughs> Uh, one teacher came in and he's like, this is my lunch. And he's like, salsa, salsa, chip, chip, chip. So mm-hmm. he was into it. But it's one of those things librarians can do to build relationships with their teachers, especially if you're a new librarian and you don't know your teachers. Food is always a fantastic way. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear in some PD, they're like, well, always have chocolate, have candy, have donuts, which is all great. But this is a diff- slightly different way to do it. And you're still getting teachers involved because we only paid for the chips and the decorations. Yeah. Make them pay for the rest. Yeah. Don't, they, don't buy them all. I mean, and, make, and because it was a competition we had teachers who like were like i'm making this also because i have a good recipe and i want people to eat my salsa and i want to win so that definitely appealed to the, their like competitive nature and got oh, yeah. them in so i think that's a really it was so successful we didn't know how it was going to go the chili cook we had an idea because of how the chili cook-off went but i think it w- went better than the chili yeah for i do sure. too and we were showing coco in the library for oh the my students. god yeah it was so cool so that was cool it's cool because when you do something like a salsa cook-off you're going to get teachers in the library that never come in and they were walking in, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, there are so yeah. many kids in here." Because we have like a hundred and what fifty eight teachers, mm-hmm. and then we have staff members on top of that, and a lot of them we don't ever see. Yeah. And so they came in, and they're like, "Okay, free chips and salsa, yeah, I'm there." And so they came in, and then they go, "Oh, you have a cool library. Oh, it's not quiet in here." So you can mm-hmm. get those people who are like, "You're finally changing hearts and minds." about what the library is and not necessarily being like, come to the library and like shaking them. Like you're giving them a reason to come in that's outside of traditional and not be like, oh, we have free books. They're not going to show up. But Mm -hmm. chips and salsa, they're in. So it was super successful. So we would definitely suggest. And like I said, it wasn't very expensive. We had, we bought dollar, what, 99 cent store decorations. I bought everything at the 99 cent only store. It's my favorite store. So it was, and you know, when you something good like that happens, you're always kind of riding on a high. Yeah. And then we had an even better thing happen, I think, with our Amazon wish yeah. list. So we've had some budget issues, and we were trying to figure out how to get some new books because we weren't going to be able to get any in um, for the beginning of next year. We still don't know how many we're going to be able to get for next year. And so we talked about maybe doing a book fair, but book fairs are a beat down. And, and honestly, right now, Follette is just dipping their toe into the, especially upper grade book mm-hmm. fair. Scholastic really isn't made for high school. I mean, you can have some stuff there and be successful. I know there are schools that do that, but we just weren't ready for that. And so right. we had seen something somewhere about creating Amazon wish list for teachers like for their classroom so instead of being like this these are the supplies i need you know lots of people have amazon prime and to actually it's so easy like on a wish list to like pick the thing it ships right to them you it uses your amazon prime and then it's done so i mean you're actually making it easier than having to actually go go to walmart buy a bunch of stuff bring it in all that stuff it takes that out that step out and so we're like we should do that for the library and see how it goes so we created a, we went with requests from the kids, um, books that were missing from some of our uh, graphic novel and manga series, and books the kids wanted, books that were brand new that had just come out, because May is a big release month yes, for YA books, and just stuff that we didn't have, and we didn't know if we were going to have, or when we were going to have it. And so we created this list, um, which was super easy to do. If you can shop on Amazon, you can make an Amazon wish list. Uh, we set the address to ship things here. It's mm-hmm. in my name, because I set it up on my account, but... 
Um, we picked, I think we started with like maybe 25 or 30 titles, put it in on our Facebook because we both are uh, managers of the uh, campus Facebook page, put it out on Twitter. And it was what, two weeks we've had it out? Mm-hmm. And we've got, how many? We were 23, 23 books. books have come in. Uh, and they're all fantastic books. And a lot of them are from alumni. Her like, Which is so you cool. know, alumni graduated in 1973. Here you go, and we got a couple from a grandma who's a um, she's a a reporter for the Star Telegram, and her her grandson goes here, and so mm-hmm. she bought us a couple books, and so it's just it was it's been very successful. We have mm-hmm. a stack here that have to go into processing, and we're just so excited because, and I think we're gonna make a display out of them uh, either during the summer when we do summer hours, which we'll talk mm-hmm. more about in a little bit. Or um, beginning of the year, so we can say like a big thank you to the people who donated them. Take pictures, put it on social yeah. media, and then hopefully like get a few more books sent in. So yeah. kind of always having like when these books got purchased, we added a few more onto the list, so that mm-hmm. way we have some new stuff on there in case somebody new came in and was like, oh, I'll buy them a book. Because yeah. like to get a person to donate a book, that's I mean you're talking between ten and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you ask them for cash, they're like, yeah, I don't want to really give you money. But if a book has, there's a feeling to yeah. that, to donating a book. And it's just fun to see the donations come in and to see the people who have donated. Nicole's sister donated yeah. one, which was so cool to see her name. We got uh, one from my mom, and that yeah. that's just exciting for us to be like, look at our family supporting us. Yeah. We were really into it, and we told them we're gonna put book plates in them Mm -hmm. and then we're going to and actually the other cool thing Amazon is in every book they give you a little slip that says if you want to thank this person go to this website and it's off of Amazon and you type them a little email on a cute little thank you thing and it sends it right to whatever email their Amazon account is tied to Mm -hmm. so you can send a like an actual thank you right then then they have the book plate and then if you put it on social media they'll get that warm fuzzy of like look I donated that book look how cool I am so it's really I mean is it a hundred books no it's not but at this point anything new that we could get in was going to be a we'll success take for it. us. Yeah, definitely. Stuff yeah. that the kids are really, really high interest stuff that kids really want to yeah. read. So, And one of our library children who we've talked about before, Olivia, has oh, been coming right. in here and just sitting on the office floor reading all the new books. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh my gosh, I want to read all these. Yeah, and actually one of, it was a, fr- a friend of hers mom donated a couple of them mm-hmm. and she donated it specifically because she knew Olivia wanted to read those ones and we didn't have them. Princess Jellyfish are the ones that she wanted. So good. Yeah. So that's been super successful. Every once in a while, a new Amazon box will come in, and we're like, yay, new books. Yes. It's super exciting. It's fun. So easy. Super easy. Yeah. Any school can do it as long as – and the social media thing, the Facebook thing, and that's basically how it got out. We, you know, didn't really – we asked – we sent it on our Facebook, and then we asked anybody from the campus who – we were friends with on Facebook to share it as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just kind of gone out from there. Yeah. It was cool, and it kind of re-energized us once we saw that. Um, which is good because we also decided this year that we're doing summer <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah, because we always, you know, we've have to talked add, about it. We've talked about it before, and we've come in the summer anyway to do stuff to get stuff done. And we have projects, and we have to paint, and we always end up painting something. So we're like, well, if we're gonna be here anyway, why don't we be open for the kids? And the district has a big thing about they've put out a lot of stuff about summer slide. Like they're like, you know, but there's no funding specifically from them for us to do anything. So this is we're not getting paid. We are literally doing it out of the kindness of our hearts mm-hmm. and we're going to be here anyway and we wanted to give the kids a place and especially the fact that they're not going to have their laptops a lot of them don't have computers at right. home. their phone is their computer mm-hmm. which can do a lot but there's also some thing some things you just can't do on your phone or right it's easy so we'll have the computers available we're going to play movies we're going to have um and we don't know we're kind of throwing it all together at the end but we have the dates picked out uh because our school district district closes on fridays 
So we're not open Fridays in the summer. They do 10, the people who actually have to work, work every day in the summer have to do 10 hour days, four days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, So ours are going to be on almost Thursday. We're skipping the first one because there was, there was a scheduling conflict and then the week of the fourth. So other than that, we'll be here on Thursday. One of us, we're going to switch back and forth. Um, My nine-year-old daughter is going to be with me. So she's super excited. She's like, when am I going to get to come to your library? And I was like, actually, I have a plan for that. So she'll be there with us, um, and she's super excited about it. And we just have to – and we actually put some signs out today during laptop collection. And a couple kids were like, oh, you guys are going to be open during the Mm -hmm. summer? And we're like, yeah. Our graduating library assistants were like, we're going to come up and hang out. We'll see if they show up. But, yeah, we're like, all right, cool. We'll, We'll be here. So uh, it, we're excited about it. We don't really have a plan yet. Mm-hmm. We're trying to survive the next two weeks, and then maybe we'll have an idea of what we want to do. If we want to do we'll something a little bit more in. formal, right. I think we'll, that's not usually how we roll, though. No, so, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm nodding my head, but I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> we will just wing it. And I think it'll be fine. And I, there's uh, going to be a like a program here that Fort Worth does called Mobile Rec, where there will be some young kids here doing certain things. And, um, you know, if they're there on the days we're there, they can come in. And, I mean, I will sit and read to little kids all day long because they, unlike teenagers, think you're super cool. So when I, like, read in this really dynamic voice, the little kids are like, that's funny. Whereas teenagers would be like, you are being so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. Um, will be, and I think it's nice because they summer reading is one of those things where summer library stuff is one of those things where the public library does stuff, but it's so focused, which is good on elementary and maybe middle, and not a whole lot on high school. It's no. kind of like, eh, those kids are fine; they could be by themselves. But you know, a lot of our kids don't have transportation; they don't have cars; they don't really go anywhere on the bus. They stay home all the time, but they can get here because mm-hmm. they're within walking distance of here. And so it'll be nice to see. I mean, maybe we'll have people show up, maybe we won't. We'll let yeah. you know. But it's but we'll be here. But we'll be here because we were going to be here anyway. So yep. it's kind of like why not try it out, see how it goes. We need to paint the circulation desk. Yeah, uh, it, it needs a repaint. Our we have a post that we do dry erase paint on, and it has to be mm-hmm. repainted every year because it soaks in some of that dry. The I think we're going to turn our chalkboard post into a Lego wall. Lego post, which I'm really excited. about. And actually, about. we had our our. Um, journalism teacher donated a bunch of Legos mm-hmm. and then I have a big tub of Legos that are Joe's that he might let us have some of we're not getting old come on Joe <laughs> we need those Legos um but we're gonna we'll figure it out we always yeah we finagle do. something mm-hmm. so um so that's yeah summer hours we're excited we'll um report more back on that when it actually happens but it's, yeah it's planned for mm-hmm. now and for now, we are planning on recording next week. Yes, that's the plan. I mean, I'm saying that, but we'll, but yeah, I think we'll be good. And hopefully we'll have, we'll have more to talk about as far as collection. Hopefully kind of more we'll, on the details of how we do mm-hmm. it and what, what's been working and what hasn't been working. Because now we're just kind of getting our toes in it and figuring, yeah. remembering how to do all of right. it. And uh, next week we'll have a better idea and we can kind of share, especially if you're on a campus where you either are about to go one-to-one or you do Chromebooks and how maybe it might be different than what we do and things like that to yeah. kind of get an idea of what other campuses do. Yeah. And then we're also using, we'll use, we're using some downtime to search for tech tools. So if we find yeah. some really cool new tech tools, we will talk about them. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. But right. yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's it. it. We're going to go to bed now. Yeah. Good night. Bye. Bye.